the Heavenly Banquet, where the hungry are filled with good things. I'm Charlotte. I'm Chad. Chad, I suggested a subject we might discuss, okay. and that was aliens. All and right. you were like, oh, I've thought a lot about this. Like, <laughs> let's go team. And I initially was like, oh, this could be one of our like one-offs. Like, we'll have like a little 10-minute chat about it. Yeah. But we've just sat here and talked a good right. 20 30 minutes about it already as prep so <laughs> let's what are the issues i mean okay this isn't in my mind like speculation to discuss the possible relationships between we as human beings aliens and god yeah right it looks like it's not probable but like nearly it's becoming less and less probable to assume that there isn't right. some kind of life out beyond this planet, right? So what kind of questions does that bring up for the Christian faith? Yeah. What sort of things might people wrestle with around that? Or are they problems at all? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot to cover. So... I'm with you. I think it's probable there is some other life form. Of course, that covers a lot of territory, right? Because mm -hmm. it could be something as, which would be awesome if we found something like bacteria. Oh, yeah. I love it when I find bacteria. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, single that would, cell, that's good enough. That's, that's life. freaking extraordinary. Right. Yeah. But I think what, what's more, cons not concerning, but what makes things more complicated is if the aliens are, you know, intelligent creatures have moral agency presumably um that does raise some questions i think for christian faith possibly mm -hmm. then again maybe not and and there in, in talking about this let's just assume that aliens that we're talking about are in space time yeah they're corruptible finite creatures yes in other words they're not angels they're not fallen angels right because if you go online um, you know, some folks might say, hey, those are just demons trying to trick you and make you scared. There's no such thing as aliens, so don't worry about it. At least I've seen some of that sure. kind of stuff. But if we're thinking it through, we're just going to assume that they are not angels or fallen angels. Um, so I think one question to ask, well, why, why would it even be a problem? I think it comes down to the incarnation, really. Mm -hmm. In Christian faith, the reconciliation of all creation to God hinges on the incarnation, life, death, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And specifically, he is fully divine and fully human. Yeah. Presumably, aliens are not going to be human. <laughs> is, that, is that a safe presumption? I don't know. Maybe not. So that might create a problem if they need... Reconciliation in the sense that we do. So here's one possibility. Or let, let me let you... It, well, I guess, I mean, even when we center the incarnation, our redemption, around the Christ event, being fully human and fully divine, generally assume that the fully human part being in full con also encompasses all of creation. Right. 
somehow, right? So that, so God, Christ doesn't also have to be incarnate as a tree. Right. Or a whale or something else for this, you know, all of creation groans for... Recon, um, uh, yeah, freedom from its bondage to decay. Yeah, so that in that one Christ event, all of creation is bound together in that. So, I mean, there's one aspect in which, like, the quick, the quick first thought for me is, well, then that just handles the aliens too. Right, because they're part of creation. Yeah, no different from a dolphin. Exactly. But then I have some issues with that, too. But you go on. Right. So here's one possibility. Other than the fact that all creation is bound to material corruption, decay. Um, we don't assume dogs need salvation. We don't assume dolphins need, need salvation. So that could be the case for aliens as well. But we still assume that they need some kind of liberation from corruptibility. From corruptibility, true. But they might be, um, assuming they're moral agents, they might be morally uh, in moral rectitude, I think is a way to put it. Mm. In other words, they don't sin. Mm -hmm. And so they don't need forgiveness. They don't need a savior in that sense, I guess is where I'm going with that. Right. So that's one possibility, which is, I mean, think about it. Why is it we have never really made full contact, bona fide? I don't say we never have, but it's just not like we have everyday exchanges with aliens. Right. It could be that they look at us and say, these people, humans, are off the hook. They're killing each other. They're destroying everything. Uh, we don't want to be around that. We see it going on, but we're going to keep our distance. You know, uh, we, Perhaps even we don't want to be affected. In, infected with their moral corruption. Right. So perhaps that's one reason why they're aloof, assuming they're intelligent um, moral agents that can see what's going on here. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's one possibility. But let's assume that's not the case. Let's assume they're in need of moral rectitude as well. That, how, how do you navigate that with the Incarnation? Yeah, see, this is where I'm, like, at cross-purposes with myself, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, my Christology is like, dude, they're fine, they're covered, <laughs> right. right? And you know, is like, oh, all, peop all people, all sentient beings of every time and place, so we're good, mm -hmm. right? And then when I think about you're a sentient being from another planet... And then I'm telling them <laughs> that everything's fine because there was this first century Palestinian Jew who did these things. And I mean, how is that preachable or translatable in any way, you know? Unless I'm assuming that the themes and the things that Jesus talked... I mean, I have to assume that the, the, the teachings of Jesus were literally universal mm -hmm. in some way, which means that this whole cosmos is suffering under empire <laughs> or has been. Um, so you have power dynamics among the aliens just yeah. like you do in, in first century Galilee. And then that's weird and that's scary, scary and <laughs> sad, depressing. Like, 
I don't know. There's another part later. I was like, God, why is why is this this world that we live in this way? And then it's also on these other worlds. It's yeah. just as messed up. You couldn't get one of them <laughs> a little better. But then that's that's a bad <laughs> route to be going now. But I can't. I can't wrap myself. The, theoretically, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, the Christ event. Boom. The intersection of creator and creation mm -hmm. that happens in the incarnation has, there's no way that doesn't affect absolutely all of creation. Right. The infinite becomes, enters time and space. Yeah. yeah. And so that means all of creation beyond this world, you know, uh, why would that be limited to here? Okay. When I start to think about the specificity of that, of that event happening in a particular time and place mm -hmm. on and not just a particular time and place in this world but of all worlds of all possible worlds uh -huh. this happens that starts to make me feel like maybe I got really high <laughs> and started <laughs> to try to think about something because it it just blows my mind but I just feel like, or I start to think like, that's not, how is that communicable? And we have that issue anyway, when we're trying to talk about how this one event in the life and person of Jesus Christ can affect people globally in every time and place. And trans and these, history. Transcends history, transcends cultures, etc. But, you know, where we're already meeting other people and the, like what could that possibly have to do with me mm -hmm. and trying to share that good news that way to think that that event would change the circumstances or could change the circumstances of sentient beings that are not human yeah yeah i mean so, yeah, so you have this one point in time and space in history in first century Galilee with Jesus. The one thing, presumably, that allows it to transcend culture is you have some of the same issues like you're talking about, issues, power dynamics, and they're human. But like you're saying, when you, when you get to other uh, species of sentient beings who also might be needing reconciliation, moral rectitude. Well, why is the incarnation of God into a human going to help them? Mm -hmm. You know, the big part of orthodoxy and during the, uh, you know, when they, were when they were discussing and debating about the nature of the Trinity and the incarnation, one of the main arguments was the word of God assumed all aspects of humanity or they weren't healed. They weren't mm -hmm, saved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he had to have a soul, he had to have a body, he had to have a will, so on and so forth. That was human. Well, if that's the case for humanity, what about these other sentient? Perhaps they get their own incarnation. What do you think about that? Oh, that just makes, it just makes me nervous. I don't, even, I don't know. It feels ad hoc. Yes. Yeah, you're just arguing after the fact to make it work. But it doesn't mean that that's not the case, I guess. That could be the case. Why not? I don't know. Here's one thing that might help. So, 
Although aliens, assume it's an alien like us with intelligence and will and relationality and so so forth. They're just a different physical kind of creature. We could, they would still qualify as persons. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They have a will, they're autonomous. Mm hmm Yeah. They live in community. They have all the aspects of personhood that we assume is true both of us and the Trinity. Mm-hmm. So that might be one way to bring that together. But it's still the case that Christ doesn't just become a person. He already is a person. He becomes human. Now I can't stop thinking about a, f- a fully divine, fully predator Christ. What? <laughs> Did you say predator? Like the movie, The Thing Out of the Swamp? <laughs> and he's sitting on a little hill. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the Antichrist. No, God bless the predator. I'm sorry. Well, okay. Well, maybe here's the point. We're kind of still thinking about <laughs> these beings as being intelligent and maybe having at least some desire for benevolence or holding up the good as some value. Right. Th- that doesn't necessarily need to be true either. No, it doesn't. I mean, what about, you know, the... the um, the alien from aliens. Yeah. Yeah, they could be wholly malicious. Maybe they're I'm just very hungry. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It's all a matter of perspective. Well, that's another possibility. That they're beyond moral rectitude. Although, I don't like that for a lot of reasons. It's not impossible. See, you know, it's so speculative. It would depend on the situation, really. And what kind of aliens and what properties they had and how they acted and so on and so forth. But I, here's what I don't think. That the existence of aliens would necessarily undercut the Christian faith just by default or something. No, I'm not no. worried about that. Or I'm not worried about that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we even ones that came and were like, oh, actually, we've heard this story and there's more to it or something. You know, I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'll listen. Mm-hmm. But the idea that I think some folks are kind of like, no, this, this God or this Christ is for us and feels some kind of threat around other sentient beings as a, like a jealousy even sort of thing. But um, we already share in the worship of God with other sentient beings. Yeah, angels. And angels, um, which we know spectacularly little about. Yeah. But, so I'm not, I'm not worried about like there not being enough God to go around. Yeah. I'll start there. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would meet them with the assumption that they were created by God. That, yes. That everything in the heavens and the earth is created by God, that there's nothing outside of God. So, and as creatures of God, they have some uh, connection to the divine. Right. Just by virtue of... Being creatures. Being creatures of the divine. There are creatures within this world that I do not understand God's purpose for. Platypus? I was thinking mosquitoes. 
platypus are But yeah, cool. that's a weird one. But uh, <laughs> that just looked like a fun one-off one day. But uh, yeah, okay. So other things that are both a nuisance and transmit yeah. diseases that I'm not uh, sure what the, the good part of them is in the ecosystem. So if it was a creature like the predator <laughs> or the <laughs> alien something, then I'm not going to understand it, but I'm not going to discount it as something outside of God's realm or control. Right. I'm going to assume then, if it is that since whatever life we might encounter outside of this world, that because God made it, that I can learn something about God from it. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the same way that the rest of our creation in this world is testifies to God personality God's goodness in some way yeah that's going to be troublesome only if it is malicious yeah I mean I mean it may take me a while to try to wrap my mind around it and I might go I don't understand it but I'm not going to break to the point of going so it can't be from God right I mean imagine a scenario where they're highly intelligent and very very good and they're like Y'all, this is what it's supposed to look like. Y'all need to catch up. But that would be great. Yeah. I think the scarier thing is that, you know, we would ruin, you know, we would bring harm into a possibly really good situation because we tend to mess up everything we get our hands in. Yeah. So, and that got me worrying last night thinking about some of this because I was starting to, like, get my mind kind of boggled around the how specific the incarnation is not just historically just time and place of first century Palestine but of this world mm -hmm. and I was like wow that's going to be really hard to explain to the aliens <laughs> and then and then I thought oh, we're just going to lord that over them that's the next step is we're going to create a whole new kind of racism of just telling them like how privileged and great we are yeah. that that God chose for the chosen one. Yeah, our world and our and our time and place for this event and then uh, like oh whatever remember we're the ones where Christ came to first. Yeah. Which is all doctrine of discovery and everything else all over again. But then you brought up an interesting point earlier about, well, what if God was starting from the bottom? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. If you want to fix a whole creation, you start out with the ones that are the most messed up. <laughs> and so God becomes incarnated in humanity because we're the ones that need the most help. Oh. Not the rabbits, not the dinosaurs, not the aliens, but humans. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But it could be the possible, it, it might explain, assuming that's the case, that would explain why the incarnation of humanity. Because if you want to pick up the whole pile, you got to make sure you get the bottom. Hmm. And that would kind of be in line with, you know, the whole gospel message of identifying with the outcast or the sinner or the, just on a cosmic scale. The last will be first. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> And it was all of us. Oh, then. <laughs> the last will be the first incarnation. 
I don't know. It's fascinating to think about. I don't think it's anything to worry about. Obviously. I mean, it's pure speculation. But, well, you said it's not speculation because there are certain parameters we can think within. Like we've been doing. Right. Yeah. It just really depends on... What could they... Let's say we have a, an encounter and there's sentient, they can communicate with us right. somehow. Yeah. What could they say or do that would, that could shake the Christian faith up? Any number of things, I think. If they could show historically that the Gospels are wrong about Jesus, if they could somehow communicate to us, this is odd, but I did think about this driving up here. If they could somehow communicate it to us that they are ubiquitous, eternal, and infinite, we would immediately identify them with a God. Mm -hmm. If they did all that and said, oh yeah, and, and the whole Christ story, that's a farce. Mm -hmm. That would be a problem. But I don't even know how they would do that. But just existing, I don't think, is, is a problem. Mm -mm. And maybe it helps to differentiate between Christianity per se and just theism. Because it could mess up Christianity, because Christianity is based in historical in historical events. Right. Whereas theism is a more general just uh, belief in God. So I don't know. It just depends. But again, I don't think just their mere existence is a problem. No, I agree, and I think the sooner we wrap our minds around that the better. Yeah. And here, here's, have, I don't know if we've already touched on this, but think about the image of God. You know, cre humanity's created in the image of God. Presumably, that's a lot of things except our physical bodies, per se. Right. It can't be that. Right. Unless we want to say God's, you know, 5'5 five, five and, you know, has a certain color hair. You know, that just gets weird. So, the scripture says humanity was created in the image of God, but that doesn't negate the possibility that there are other sentient creatures that are also created in the image in those similar ways, like we said. They are, they're persons. Mm -hmm. So that kind of, I mean, I think, so as far as what problems it could, besides just showing it's all crazy, the problems is you either have to expand the notion of what the incarnation does or, or the image, or somewhere in there is where we might have to expand our thinking as Christians. You, you know what I mean? There's, you know, there's possibilities out there. I think it would be great to, for there to be aliens that were also persons. You know? That would be wonderful. It doesn't, that doesn't, I don't feel, I don't feel my th faith threatened by that at all. But, I don't know, we'll see. I don't feel my faith threatened by it. I just worry about them. About the aliens? The people are going to be so mean They're to going them. to be mean. <laughs> you know this. It, made me, it makes me think like I should study whatever kind of law would be applicable and get ready to advocate for Advocate them. for them. <laughs> I hope they're more powerful than we are because we're just going to mess them we're up. We're going to take advantage of anything we can. I mean, yeah. if history shows, if the history of human evil shows anything, it's that and again, maybe that's why they don't just hang out with us, because they know we're corrupt. We're wonderful, don't get me wrong, but come on, we're messed up. Yeah.
poor animal. 